Welcome to this special edition of The Crunch, recorded live at RE Bar Camp 2019. RE Bar Camp is an informal unconvention, focused on the free exchange of ideas where all attendees are encouraged to participate. Thanks to our speakers this year who contributed their time to the event, and please enjoy this special episode. Shane works in the Gosnells area. Um, per year, he sells approximately 50 properties in Gosnells. 50, and then, and then probably another 40 elsewhere around Perth, so he's not just limited to Gosnells. Um, and he's here today to talk with us about the customer versus client experience, so, create, so basically creating a great client experience. Here everyone is Shane. Hello. Hello. Is this done? Hello. Cool. So thanks everyone for having us. Um, I get asked a lot through social media from a lot of reps talking about dialogue, marketing, and I think given how tough the market's been in WA especially, um, I think that's where a lot of us go wrong, where we're trying to be everything for everyone, um, spend big money, ego marketing, but to give you some background, I guess, how I come about talking about this today, um, about sort of probably five years ago, uh, or probably seven years ago, changed to a brand that I guess uh, I wanted to be involved with. And I went to one residential to basically become an area expert. Now, the weird thing was uh, my area I was working was in Gosnells, which was miles away, but Michael Vazzati, who's director of our company, proven operator for a long length of time. And I started off just basically big ego marketing, spending so much money, and I went from being a huge prospector, I learnt on the genuine system, from writing about 800,000 in you know, 70, 80 transactions a year, to basically thinking that the phone would just ring because I've got letterbox drops and all this stuff happening. Stopped doing all the good things that, I guess, got me into a really good position because I didn't do any marketing with genuine system, which if everyone knows that, there's no ego marketing. So I went back to finding, I guess, a bit of both where we do some marketing, but still want to be I guess, a profitable group or business, um, but more importantly, create raving fans. So today I just want to talk about how little things that I think are really, really important, where you can actually create raving fans. So when, rather than spending all that money on big marketing, if one of your clients is sitting at a dinner table and a friend of theirs mentions even selling, you're forefront of their mind because you've done things a bit differently. So I think the first thing, if you change the next slide, it's basically just differentiating between what a customer is and what a client is. I won't bore you with this, but it's a really interesting. If you Google the difference between the two, one's not selling, it's basically solving, serving. Longevity is really, really important. And ultimately, it's coming to someone because they're going to give you the right advice. You're seen as a profession, much like the family doctor, the family accountant. Everyone says they've got the best accountant, got the best doctor. You want to be known as the best agent. So what I'll talk about is basically from the moment you list a property, then you go under offer or sell, and then it settles. Typically, a lot of people think there's three steps, but in my opinion, when my business has gone from going back to 500 right a million GCI, was purely, not marketing, but creating raving fans, okay? Because I don't market any other area but Gosnells. So if we go to the next slide, if we go through this and you want to ask any questions in particular, we'll stop and then I'll also ask some at the end. So first of all is community. I think a huge opportunity for people these days is to become immersed in the community. I know there's some agents here who are very good at that. The whole thing about being in a community is you're not the agent. You're the person in the community that knows what's going on. You're a connector. The moment you ask for something in return, authenticity is lost. So if you're going to be involved with the community, be immersed, give, 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 okay? Not just real estate. Talk about what's happening, the best cafes, new parks opening, dog parks, whatever it may be people will start to warm to you because you're not asking for something, okay? Digital interview, we spoke about this in the group outside. Digital interview, a lot of people, again, talk about social media and they think that your business goes well because you're big on social media. I don't believe anyone in this room has got the benefits of social media now, but they will in a few years' time because it's a long game, okay? Your social media is basically the social proof that the person they see on the sign, they see on the video, is the same person that walks in. If you're selling $300,000 properties, don't go in a double-breasted suit. You know, it's just not, there's no synergy, okay? Everyone talks about Gavin Rubenstein, be you, okay? Um, that's something I think, even I've seen videos with guys driving Lambos and they drive just a basic car. Like, it, it just be the person on video that you would want sitting at 7.30 at night across the table. Don't be a dick. Tash Wilburn speaks about that. 
Be the person you'd invite in. Be the person that you wouldn't feel like a dickhead calling to say, I don't understand what survey strata is. Would you come along smug, over the top, big breasted suit, power suit, that's not the sort of environment that's gonna encourage people thinking of that way. Just my opinion. That was easy. One of the biggest things I see when I'm trying to get in touch with real estate agents is they never answer their phone. It's the biggest disgrace in our industry, not getting back to people. Being easy to communicate with is one of the biggest things that I think, and I pride myself on, is if I get an email, we're back to the people, we're doing whatever needs to be done, we're answering the phone. If you have your, on your phone the voicemail, if I get a missed call, I've set up those three things a lot of people may have where I'm with someone, I'm in a bar appointment, I can't take your call right now, I'll get back to you. Acknowledging the call is better than a voicemail because I can see everyone right now, their phones are in their hands. People know their phone is with a short distance away. So that's one thing I've found clients love when they can get that quick response, you've acknowledged the call when you call them back. Do people do that? Pretext? Massive, huge thing. The other thing that I think is also important, if you look at realestate.com statistics, only 19% of agents got back to people within 24 hours. So if you get a lead, agents gonna spend all this money and then you take 24 hours to get back to them, there's a big point of difference there. So quite often when I'm meeting with someone, I'll actually show them, look, here's an email at 708 from Babaya. Here's where we logged them in our database. Here's the call, 710. Everyone's got the same access to Premier All. If you put up your hand now, who has, who's on realestate.com? Everyone? Who's got access to professional photography? Video? Rewa? So if we've all got access to the same tools, why can someone write 200,000 and someone write a million? In my opinion, it's these things you do along the way to create raving fans, okay? It's, it's fact. Speed and relevance. When I get an inquiry come through, straight away we give them a call, put them in home pass immediately. Everything goes into home pass, give them a call. But what I also do is if we get an appraisal, just everyone use Rate My Agent? Is everyone on the listing format where you can send the report? If you don't, speak to your account manager with Rate My Agent, the account where you can actually send a text with all the relevant reviews to that particular client's property is so important. So if I get a cease estate, the 10 reviews I send with that listing report are people I've dealt with in a similar situation. If their mum's going to a home, I send the reviews of people in their situation, make it relative. The biggest concerns that person had is a good chance they're going to have, and that can address them before you even got there, okay? So we've done these things at this stage, we haven't even met our potential client. All these things are going on, okay? So how relevant are you in these situations? How did you perform? That's what, something you need to look at. Because otherwise, again, we've all got access to the same tools, we're all the same. First date, going to a property, um, this is just what I do. I say, look, let's have a seat, let's talk about things. Really informal. Do you have any questions at careers? What you, where are you going to? These sorts of things. So important. I don't do the tour around the home and go into business mode. Get some rapport, see how they're feeling. I like to do the two-step appraisal. One thing I don't like is, well, and I know owners don't, when you go there with the sales evidence and you just plonk it there from realestate.com, anyone can print off. And that's a lot of what agents are doing, to be honest. Go there, get a position, detach from the outcome. If they're looking at getting a painting all through the house, here's a couple of contractors. Look at maintenance, here's something. Looking at moving to Girraween, look, do you want me to put you in touch with the best agent in Girraween? Doing these sorts of things, you have not asked for the business yet. These are things that I think, without a doubt, owners really like, because you're not asking for anything. If you're not doing that, again, look at trying to get some rapport, giving before you need actually to ask for business. If you go to the next step, my next page. Okay, which is next step. Solving, not selling, okay? If, um, if you look at most, my favourite call is someone that calls me, says, Shane, I'm probably much, I'm a, I'm a tyre kicker, I've got no interest in selling for two years. I'm like, yes, because they're in the system, I'm going to nurture them, we're going to speak to them every year through our certain contacts. But we do not just go, oh, you're not looking at selling. We wow them at that point. Everything, a full appraisal, none of this just printing out, full appraisals if they were going to market. Nothing changes. The moment you start to, I guess, help them with their issues. I'm moving to Queensland. Do you want me to put in touch with the best agent in Queensland? I've got some structural issues leaks. Do you need a plumber? Constantly giving, not asking for business. So, so important. When you do get to the stage where people may need to make decisions and they're gonna put someone to work, um, a lot of the time, if it's a three call appraisal, or three call appraisers, I'm one of three, my worst call I want in my life because I'm going up against low fees, low marketing, 
Um, typically a price-based decision, the property potentially has fallen 30% lower than what they sold. Last year, 92 properties are sold, 72 sold for less than what they paid. It's pretty tough going. So if you tell someone 330 and it's probably worth 300 to get the business, that's not ideal. But my favorite call is someone that doesn't want to sell today, okay? If you do get the decision and they don't go with you, we send a plan B. I make them not feel ashamed to call me in 60 days time, 90 days time. I think so often sellers are embarrassed because you gave them the right price and they went with someone else and they're like, oh, I really want to call him embarrassed. So break that barrier, send a plan B. If a few have sold in the street, there's some positive news, send a card. Hey guys, just want to let you know, one just around the corner, very similar to yours sold. Keep going, I hope it sells. If it doesn't sell, more likely, like Steph said, you're a good chance you'll get that call because you've been human, you haven't been smug, saying, ah, I told you so, rah, rah. Always make yourself available and make it fine for them to come back to you. If they do go with you, fantastic. One thing that's been really good for me in this market where tough decisions haven't even been made, send a text of a list of property, eight o'clock at night in my phone. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I know you're they're sitting there thinking, shit, have I done the right thing? It's a stressful time. Just want to let you know, I know it's a really big decision you made today. I just want to thank you for the opportunity to represent the marketplace. I take it as an honor and I'm gonna do everything I can to get you the best result possible. Has to be at late at night. There's no point in doing it after because you know when they're sitting there on the couch, that's where magic happens. That's being human because you know what they're going through. So that's something I think is really, really, really powerful for me. Um, and I always get a response. There's not one time I don't get a response from that text. Informed and aware. So as soon as we list a property, process is really, really important. Um, basically, list a property. First of all, I'm not setting myself up for failure. I always have this property. I've got to address our praise, I won't say it too much. Um, client preferences sheet, okay? The property address, a lot of my clients, their name is that, 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 but they go by Sally, okay? So what do you want to go by? Preferred method of contact. School teachers might not be text. Beryl, who wants to hear from me every day, might want to be called, okay? So we actually set up the premise for every listing of what needs to take place. If that person wants to be called every day, no problem at all, we do that. How many times a week do you want to be informed? And also, um, again, someone else spoke about it earlier, a two-week review date is booked at the time of going to market. So important you get on top of things. Two weeks in real estate is a long time. This creates, one that's easy for you because some people don't, if you've got a client for five, five times to sold their home, they don't want to be called every single day by you. You've already got the rapport, you've earned the trust. This is about the people that have been burnt by other agents. So you've got an opportunity to say, I'm different, you're going to hear from me, I'm going to over communicate. And by the second week, I use Beryl, she'll say, Shane, just let me know when something's happening. But you've got the brownie points in the bank so they go, I know we're in good stead here. Okay, really, really important. Next thing. Don't do this all the time, it depends on the type of client, okay? But a diary, at the time we list a property, sign will go up, when's gonna happen, give them a copy, goes to the listing authority, goes in the fridge. Keeps you accountable, makes process. Nothing worse than rushing photos, rushing video, rushing it to market, have a plan. So I like to put my properties on the market at five o'clock on a Friday so no one puts theirs on with a home open during that week. I have a real small window in my marketplace to try and get as many people through. Um, they feel in control. Okay, don't rush things, have a plan. Next thing is uh, client's expectations I spoke about. Always something happening. The amount of people I've listed a property for that have been on with other agents and they say the agents and there was no interest, um, there was nothing happening, no one threw home opens. Now I don't believe there's a property in Australia that doesn't have interest in it at all. I really don't. But at a price point, there isn't enough interest. So my indicators are obviously, if you've got a property that's worth, let's say five million, it's on for three, it's not the property that's the issue. A lot of people would like that home, just not enough to pick up the phone and get in touch. So each week, if we talk about what communication we give, I've had no one through the home open, had no calls. This week, we sent it out to our database. They had 227 buyers registered for that property. We had an e-brochure go out to 272 people. Through our social media, we had 6,700 people see it on video. And just so you know, we had 50 people save it. And they go, what's that mean for me? At the time of listing a property, we put key performance indicators in place. The ratios, I say to the owner, if we're going on at this price, let's say we're going at 350, if we have 50 saves and we're not getting at least 20, 15 to 20 actual inquiries, good chance it's a price issue because people have saved it, they've taken the time to save it. Years ago, if you wanted to look at a property, you drive to the front of the, I guess, front of their shop, go to the home opens, these days, I believe that if you're having the someone that just comes in and walks straight back out, is looking at a property and looks at one photo. If you've got a thousand people look at a photo, 
you want at least 15,000 photos looked at. That means 15 photos per visitor. That's engagement. So when you say you've got no interest, if 50 people did that, 50 people looked at the photos, at least a third of them looked at the map, you can't say there's not interest. It's just the price isn't good enough to get them off the bum. Don't just tell them, oh no, we've got no interest. Because you do, it's just not the price you're on typically, because the marketing's worked. That sort of data is something we have to give when I'm seeing no one through Home Opens. Monday night, they get a full report of what's happened that week, including what else is sold. If another buyer bought something else, they also get that, just to show them what else is happening. Because they always say, oh, it's just the market. Well, they did sell three this week, and it's the same market, and they're also three by ones. You've got to keep giving data to them. Next page. Under offer, big thing in my market is seller's remorse. So seller's remorse, buyer's remorse, both of them. Again, that text at night to a buyer, I send them at eight o'clock, hey guys, just want to let you know, I think you've done an amazing job getting that property. I've still got another three emails that come through today. You make that type of call when someone's feeling they've probably made the wrong decision because they go home and mum, who knows everything, says, the market's still falling, or the neighbour said, oh, the next one's about to come on the market for 300 grand less. Those sort of moments are when people remember you. You haven't just sold the property, you've gone home, and then it's just like an eerie silence. Make that get, that, get in touch with them. I sometimes send the data report, you know, the realestate.com one. Hey guys, just wanna let you know, look how many people have actually looked at this property just in seven days. To them, they're like, oh, that's great. Reality is, it means nothing. But it's making them feel good to go, wow, I mean, it had a thousand views on it. Oh, we're lucky we got in when we did. Make them feel good, because people are nervous. It's bloody tough out there, it's so tough. I don't think people quite realise how tough it is, but to still be in the industry, I think we're doing well. Um, no man's land, property goes under offer. Biggest mistake I see is people just, it just drifts and nothing happens, no one hears. Communicate, I've got about 15, 20 settlements any given time. Always, if the weather was hot on the weekend, I'm dealing with a lot of transactions, write a message. Hey guys, it was 40 degrees in the weekend, hope you didn't, you know, didn't get burnt, got out from the heat, had a great weekend. Just so everything's running smooth, did you have any questions or queries? Bang, 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 text out. Now, it's not cookie cutter because I've spoken about the weather. That makes them feel good. Yeah, Shane, I got out amongst it. Everything's smooth at this point. Oh, actually, just wanted to find out, can we keep our dishwasher? These are the moments of communication, but easy because you're opening up the avenues to communicate. Sorry, so you're saying you're saying exactly the same text. Exactly the same text. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's got to be a beautiful text. Oh, no, yeah. It's a great, I can show you them. Always great, great, great pride. So. If it's rain, I say, look, guys, hope you escaped the weather. <laughs> hope you weren't playing cricket on the weekend. So, again, you might think it's cookie cutter, but when you're trying to manage, I guess, that many processes and still keep people happy, you can't possibly, that's what I was saying in that room, 10 people, yeah, you could be a superstar at 10, but you've got to put systems in place that you communicate. People feel like they're not a number. Nothing worse. Like, I stopped using the coffee place. I go to Tipico. I used to go to Tipico in Claremont. Every day, same coffee. Skiing long Mac topped up. What's your name, please? Oh my God, I've been here for five years. Now, there's a place around the corner, shit coffee. Bit cheaper, shit coffee, but he knows the name of my dog, knows me, I don't even have to order. Guess where I go for coffee every day? Standing room in Claremont. Burns his coffee every time. But, <laughs> but, I'm telling you right, have you had it? Who's had it? So it is, but hey, he knows my dog. He makes it human. He's lovely. He's lovely. Mate, he's actually just, he's trying to see how far he can push me, but. Perfect example, he knows my name, that's a big difference. This other girl doesn't even look at me, just goes, name, I'm like, I just walked out once, and that's it, I haven't been back. True story. Um, sellers updating, again, same thing, just, same thing, is you just gotta communicate, really easy, cookie, make it cookie cutter, but it doesn't feel cookie cutter, okay? Sold, even more communication, hey guys, I haven't put the sold sticker up, I know it's a great thing for you, why don't we meet and do it, okay? I never, ever, I've got an administrative assistant, she is a mini me, in the background, all these things, she tells me a to-do list every day. She will not meet my clients unless I'm away. She is just telling me, you've got to call, you've got to send that text, all these sorts of things. Because I don't, but my biggest fault is, Lana was my last PA, and it took about five years of having someone between her. I'm a control freak, I like to do things. But she basically tells me what to do with all these things along the way. But one thing I know that it works really, really well is involving me in your stories and your tags, make them feel good about it. Hey guys, do you mind if I share on Instagram? One of the big things, that I've found with that is it's more likely for them to speak to their friends about it because they saw them, okay? Um, and again, that's giving, not you in there going, like, you know, it's actually just them, it's their moment, not yours. <laughs> Most of the time. Um, and interesting with the sold thing, some of my best referral clients haven't actually had the best price 
But we've done these things along the way and they just felt so good about it. They're just raving reviews. And I'm like, guys, you lost 400,000. But they're just wrapped with it. And then you've got these people that you get an amazing result. And I'm just like, <laughs> have a look. Yeah, yeah. And typically it is. The particular client, if they're, let's say you live in Western suburbs, they go to Crown, they know their name, they know the preferred drink, they know these things. So if you can make every customer feel like someone, a high roller does when they go to Crown or they go to the Pearl Room and this sort of thing, that's an experience. Knowing their name and coffee, yeah, that's cool. But that's where people feel really, really good, okay? Again, just my opinion. Do not make people feel like an ATM. Whatever you do, do not leave this. I'm telling you, I see this. People leave keys in meter boxes for settlement. Like, that, that happens. Believe it or not, I know you guys are here and working on yourselves. That happens. Do not have your PA give the gift. What, you've got all that way. I've done all these things. And then you get someone else to do that. Again, these are moments they're going to remember. Get a photo. With regards to the, um, this not making people feel like an ATM, it is so, so important that what do we do is, and I'm, I'm, I know everyone probably does this and I'll say this, when settlement goes through, you've got to 12 the following day, it's always really messy because you've got your own home opens or whatever. I get one set of keys from the owner, I deliver that at that moment straight after settlement to our owner. Just so you know, here's your gift pack, here's stuff, here's some cheese, put it in the fridge. But the moment it's available, you're going to be able to go there. Then you haven't got that weird lag of, I can't get there, you know, and it's, you're getting that moment with them, if that's what you're about to say, oh, I can't get there all the time. Post-settlement, we miss you card. I, I'll give away this, this is one of my favourite ones. If you go to, I shouldn't tell you, but I will. Um, <laughs> Australia Post on your phone, there's an app where you can get a photo, turn it into a postcard. So what I do, I take a photo with them, they don't remember it, download it through PayPal, it costs $2.99, you put the address, hey guys, I miss you, went from speaking to you five times a week, haven't spoken to you in a week, we miss you. Every time I've gone back to that house, their postcard of them with the sign, with me in it, is on the fridge. It's $2.99, okay? So don't use that ideally, because then... Hey, who's this? Yeah. It's on the, I promise you, I've been to homes and it's on the fridge. Well, I've had photos sent when I sent, because I do my anniversary calls and that. So, all right, next step. It's not called next step, but next one. Three weeks, three week follow-up calls, huge for me. Guys, still miss you. What's going on? They go, wow, just, I just want, to, just want to make sure, guys, have you got any mail that has missed the system? Or what do you mean? Look, quite often after settlement, people's mail goes through. Did you want me to follow up with the owner and see if the mail's there? Oh, we'd love that. Guess what? Mail's there. Guys, what would you like me to do? Get it left in the meter box or drop it off to you? Wow. Like, that's so simple, and I'm telling you, it always happens. Oh, we re redirected it. Guarantee you, some stuff gets through. Typically, our new letters welcome to our database. <laughs> so that's really important. Gives you an opportunity to speak to a buyer and a seller. Both, obviously, we get paid by the seller, but buyer is something you really want to wow. Anniversary, make sure data is correct. Nothing worse than sending out a we miss you card to Sarah, and it's S-A-R-A, not S-A-R-A-H, okay? You lose all credibility. I try to minimise using names. Okay, hi guys, I, I'm really, hi guys, because the moment I get Sarah wrong, it's like, oh, you spelt it wrong. It's like, yeah, but did you get the card? Like, <laughs> I got a, post, a postcard of you in front of your sign. Are you not impressed by that? No, you got the name wrong. So really important data has to be right. Anniversaries, every anniversary of properties, because I was a good agent that got lazy, and now I've gone back to it. Every anniversary for every month, I personally call and text from basically 2011. It's the only way you can keep up with keeping your data. People slip through, trust me, you do a year of that and you realise how much money slips through the system. I did one recently, there were seven transactions over my career, 11 years, that's, that's 100 grand. 100 grand, so again, you're spending all this money doing all these big things, giving Crib Creative all their money for their videos and everything, and you're not even doing these simple things, okay? That's really important and always, the moment I get anything from, whether it be from Land Rover or Mercedes, whatever it is, I don't like anything that's printed mail merge. Mail merge is dead. My, just my opinion. You don't feel that Nikki, you don't feel Nikki was there going, put that and send it. You may do, but people don't feel they do. It's a mail merge. That's exactly what it is. So as many handwritten notes as you can, I literally get them handwritten. I don't write them, because I've got the worst chicken scratchings you've ever seen. But get them written. Um, get, pay a student to do it. Hey guys, just want to let you know, da 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 Really, really important. So much more powerful, more likely to be opened. Fact, okay? And you don't stuff data up. But that's a really good way of cleansing your data, okay? 
every year if you're speaking to them. If they move, you'll find out pretty quickly. Okay? And that's it. Um, I don't know what the time, but any other... Didn't give you a chance to ask questions, but you can now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What's that? You go. He's always talking. As many, actually, I do from everyone. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Can you sell in your price bracket videos to Nikki? In my price, how do you mean? Sorry. <laughs> to why video is important. Okay, so video is really important. That if you look at a target audience, and I haven't got it up here because I don't know why. Um, when I list a property, I go to the appraisal. The most important page I have is points of what we know about Twenty Seven Smith Street. Points of difference, side access. Um, it's got a big workshop. It's got a granny flat. Then I go to target audience, first home buyers, extended family. Then I go to numbers that count. How many people in my database ready to go that I have? My average days on market and how many e-brochures or how big is the audience going to be within seven days? Which leads me to my next thing because I can actually say, look, you notice there there's 7,000 people going to see that? The reason I do that is let's just say we put a property on the market and we've got at 400,000, there's several people that are going to buy that home. There's a huge pool of buyers that aren't living on realestate.com, okay? They're what we call passive buyers. If the right thing come along, they will jump. But what happens is when you get a passive buyer is, just say, we'll use Nikki's example, you're my mortgage broker, you're hot to do a deal, I've spoken about buying a property, and you see a video in my price bracket, in the area I spoke about, pretty good chance you're gonna tag me in it, okay? Very good chance. Then mums, well, I'm telling Nikki, I sell two a month off social media video. They actually see, mum sees it and says, hey, Billy, you're 34 now. This one's just around the corner. I know you're enjoying the granny flat, but this is perfect for you. It's well within your budget. You should have a look at this. Guess who comes to the home open with the ear? <laughs> he wasn't living, he was, at the, he was at the footy club on Saturday. So all of a sudden you get a bigger audience. And if you look at all the tags, I challenge you to look at the tags of properties on social media videos you're actually getting passive audience because not directly, the buyer isn't tagging himself, but you'll always see Sarah tag John. You, uh, you look at saying, it. Okay, the video that you put on, on yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about realestate.com, but realestate.com and video, it's the biggest waste of time ever. No one cares about that. It's the social media audience. Because I'll, I'll only get, say, 200, I'll probably get 200 views yeah. of a video from 3,000 on REA. But I've already got that crowd. I've already captured them, they're buyers. So then you've got these people that don't need to buy because they're renting or live with mum and dad, they don't have to be out in a time frame. That's the audience we're after because they're the ones that aren't on the portals and guess what, they pay the most. Okay. Mr and Mrs Jones, if I have a buyer that come through every one of these, they'll know value, if you look at East Frio, buyers that come through every single one, they know something's overpriced. Could be the hottest school suburb ever. You're talking about video used on social media? Social media, okay. yeah. But that's where I say that I can have an audience of 7,000 because I'm targeting the right people. Remember we spoke, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, about yeah. first home buyers, extended family? This is the age bracket. The age target, yeah. And then two weeks they go, Shane, yeah, but maybe it's only been early days. Well, look, here's the printout. You know, we spoke about first home buyers and extended families. If you actually look at the breakdown of who saw this video, it's pretty much spot on. We've had 7,000 of those within a three kilometre distance of you see it. I think it might be price because you've covered both avenues. You can't say no one's seen it. You've got the active buyer and you've got the people that weren't even looking but the right thing come along, plus their friends, plus their family. It's just numbers game. It's so you pay for the targeted... Yeah, oh, I don't. The client does, yeah. Client yeah. Does. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every property. So like Four, days. 14 days. 14 days. Yeah, yeah, 7 to 14 days. Poor ad, minimum 250 plus video. Um, I, I spend about, personally, 1500 bucks a month marketing. But we, I looked at my numbers, I spent probably about 200,000 last year. Um, I spent about two grand a month, two and a half grand a month just in social of promoting my clients' videos. Their, Their money, yeah, not mine. Yeah. What's your Don't be silly. Average <laughs> 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 oh, hey, Jack. <laughs> What's your average charge for marketing on an average? Uh, about $1,900 on a $300,000 property. Upfront, we do not go to market. Any property, like I, most of my, my median house price I sell is 450000 So you're not a premier property? Yep, I'm premier, yep. So that's 1500 It is for Subiaco, it's 1100 for mine. <laughs> so I do, in a nutshell, I do potentially a professional uh, 
a picturised signboard. Yeah. Not be on end all. Um, but premier all, no question. We do not take properties unless they're premier. Like, just given. Um, day shoot, video, do them at the same time. Creates a buzz, makes the effort for them to do it. I don't know if Crib like me doing that, but that's what I do. Um, so they make the effort, especially with tenants. Get them there at the same time, it's good energy. Um, and then my target on social media and title, so, yeah. Yeah. On a property. property. And we don't go live until. Yeah. Mm. I just did one in Dinella, um, and my marketing was, well, there's two action. That was like 2.9 and 2.3. But if you're not getting over marketing, you've got bigger issues than. But, but I think the issue is you've got to believe in it, yeah. But even, I believe in it this much, if they can't afford the video, like I'm talking, we, I've got clients that list their property and you might think this is mean, I don't know, um, but they actually have to wait till payday to pay me for my marketing to go online. Yeah. So they're paying instalments even before we go live. So if they can't even afford that video, I will still get a video, okay, get a, and I, I believe in the social media, get a handheld, Get someone to hold the camera. G'day guys, here at 27 Smith Street, here's three things you would never know about this property, just driving from the outside. It's actually got an R40R60 zoning. It's also got a granny flat at the back. And the thing I love about this property, it's just had reverse cycle put in and the pool is spectacular. If you click the link below, make sure you check this one out, short of fly. And that's a handheld boosted with a video. That's what we do, so. But you're talking about the three things because your owner needs to feel that You've highlighted those things. Raw is better, like, it's so good to go, hey guys, I'm so excited about this one. The guys in their office have just started doing it. It's pretty easy. But it's more likely to get clicked. It's clicked on, so. Any other questions? Does that make sense? Yeah. Tomo, your turn. So obviously everything you've just discussed and clearly you have analysed the data, yep. the statistics around yep. cost Yep. But really, the benefit of doing what you do is hmm. that when you bring your own as an offer, yeah. they can say categorically there's nothing more than yeah. you would have done to get a higher price. So you've just basically yeah. made every excuse they That is so. exactly right. So I go there and one thing I do, um, use HomePass really, really well. I believe I'll use it well. When I list a property, the first thing I do is I enter my owner as a client and it says, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I've now entered you in the system as a buyer. The reason I've done this is you're going to see first-hand experience of what every buyer that comes through your property is going to receive from me. I enter them in. So they get a text, welcome to, after home open. Thanks for coming through today's home open. Um, please let me know if you have further interest. On a Monday, no one answers their phone. On, everyone agrees no one answers their phone on Monday callbacks. G'day guys, just following up. I sent you a text on the weekend from the home open, just seeing if you had further interest. This is where magic happens. I show owners, look, no one's writing back. When I get a price adjustment, g'day guys, they get the text, my owner gets the text, we've just reduced the price, first home open after this is going to be Saturday, two o'clock, can you make it? Comes along, we get an offer. Owners go, Shane, it's 30 grand below where we wanted to be, is there anyone else? Well, what I did before that is go, hi Mr. and Mrs. Jones, you came through 27 Smith Street, I've just got an offer on this property, I'm gonna be seeing the owners in the next 24 hours. So no one misses out, we just want to ensure that you are not interested no longer in the property, please let me know. And they write back to that if they're interested. And if you don't, if you get five say no, we bought elsewhere, and then you present that with the offer, it's pretty, and the only got that. Because when you're coming with the offer, they go, is there anyone else? Well, Mrs. Jones, you got the message. Would you have written back? If you're interested, that's what happens. So, it's, and I just go, what do you want to do? So, home pass is really powerful in that regard. Yeah. They're all skint. <laughs> no. 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 I wouldn't take it on. I'll get it. I'm happy to go to market in a week and a half, two weeks. But I just, we put a rule in our, in our, in our place in our office, which we're proud of, that if we want to be smooth, good operators, run a good business, and be allowed to I guess have the perks of having good systems in place, 
I don't think a good agent, if you can't do that, like, it's, just, it's pretty hard. Like, a company's, if you've got 10, let's say you list 30 properties in a month um, at three grand, it's pretty hard to reinvest back into your stuff. Of course it is. That's 90 grand. That's, that's after your bass. That's after, I'm a rep just for the record. I'm not preaching so you don't get a good split, but it's a reality of what the costs are along the way. So I actually, it's tough sometimes. One of the things is I've got one of my richest clients at the moment who's absolutely jacked. We haven't gone live yet because we're waiting. I've got a good enough relationship. We haven't gone live. Oh, okay. Hasn't paid the marketing. Yeah. And that's, a lot of that's reputational as well, Shane, because yeah. you're selling in Gosnells predominantly. Gosnells, but even, like, it doesn't matter if it's whatever, Claremont, wherever it is, you know. I grew up there, so. It's a cancer in your business. Cutting fees is a cancer in your business, no different to VPA. You do it once, you do it again. And then all of a sudden you start to get the team, you do all this business to make not as much money, but you win re-rewards. No one gives a shit about, no one calls me because I run a re-reward. But they do when they look at my process and I've got a 98% approval rating from rate major. Because I send the text, if, even if I know that person got to the house and some bloke let his dog shit all over the lawn and he's angry, I still send that email. Because it's real. You know when you look at a restaurant review and you know someone's just a dickhead. They're just, oh, they over, if you look at a good one, Il Lido, one of the best restaurants in Perth, during um, the sculptures in the sea, you actually get a kick out of it, read the reviews. Because people aren't used to that service or the portion size. They're like, can't believe it. Now you know as a consumer, well I can sort of get, it is noisy in there. Um, it was rushed, they did took a bit. So people are realistic, but if all you do is have five stars, everything, it's not really, you know, no one's that good. So Shane, do you use SMS a lot? Uh, here, yeah, SMS, yeah. Like, but this is, a lot of people say, one of my best mates is a really good rep. He can't get his head around, oh, we don't do that in our area. I'm like, mate, I'm telling you, it's not true. Text is so, so powerful. Um, but if someone set up the parameters of wanting to be called all the time, you're going to call them. But if they want text, you're going to text them. You're doing exactly what, you've given them the rope. Problem is, you start off like that, and all it takes is you to set these expectations. But let me guess, most people say, twice a week, just let me know when something happens. Because you've earned all that rapport. The damaged goods, the damaged goods are the people that have been burnt and they're expired listing and they didn't hear from me. Home Open was booked on a Friday for the Saturday. It happens. That's when you've really got to engage in this and earn that trust back, those brownie points. Yeah? Can you walk us through your weekend? Oh, um, <laughs> I can. Uh, well, it all starts on a Saturday, and uh, no, I literally, AM for me is really important, I'm on the phone, um, have a 9.30 meeting, um, Maria, my assistant, uh, who is literally, she, I feel sorry for some days, she's just pumping data, like, this is my, again, don't look too much, um, these are my appraisals from the last two weeks, now, I appraise about 30 properties a month, um, these are action plans, what's happening, um, anniversary, make sure you put this in front, this is one that sold before I got it, makes you database that for an anniversary call. So those notes, Monday meet, meeting, follow up all my pro, um, settlements. These are my settlements, what's happening. Um, three on Thursday, uh, what we're talking about, what happens each week on our social media, like Tuesday testimonial, all those sorts of things. So mornings are really, really important. And then I basically free reign from the afternoon if I'm not um, in appointments, pretty much from one o'clock onwards, um, I'll be on the phone. I pretty much, all I do is every week, um, again, don't look too much, um, these are my 2019 appraisals. I'll always have two, basically 2011 always with me, always printed. Nothing worse than not having your calls ready to go. So I've always got, Maria, give me calls, and I'll just call. Every one of my clients ever appraised, first step of the appraisal is they go into my phone as the contact. So when Beryl rings me in three years' time, I go, g'day, Beryl, and she goes, how the hell did you know that? It sounds simple. But it's so powerful, especially when you sell it on that street. And rather than getting back to the office and going, can you do just listen, just solds? Just go bang, 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 bang. Um, I also, with my messages, um, I don't use WhatsApp because some of my clients, I'm not, I'm not being stupid, don't have smartphones like to have WhatsApp. So um, quite often, I'll have to, if they do, I'll put it in a group text. Um, but email chains are really important too. Yeah. 
Minimal. Like, um, I take, do you know it's interesting? That text I send, I get the big pack that costs probably about four bucks with the, you know, your, your minimal folder talking about the office and everything. I come back on the next week, it's not even opened. The digital, te that to me, um, at the rate my agent one. So I sent it to myself before, just to remind me. Um, if you look here, it's just got a text. Hi, Malcolm, thank you for the opportunity to provide an appraisal on da 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 da, da. Um, Here's some properties that I've sold that are people in very much similar situations to yours. I look forward to meeting you on the date. If you click on this, it comes through. Okay, this is just that pre-list text. I'm not, I'm not getting endorsed by Rate My Agent, but it's a great product. Um, my statistics, 85 properties sold for 39 million, average price. I'm number one in WA for recommendations, number one day for, for vendors, that's good. Um, ranking my office is number one, number one, number one. And then the reviews of what they got. That's pretty powerful. And they're all related to that person's situation. If they're a first home buyer, if they're a downsizer, a deceased estate, overseas investor, whatever it is, we try and make it as relevant so they go, shit, he did sell three of those properties, exact same scenario as me. When I go there, I take the river thing, I say to them, look, really informal today, I'm just, I'm just gonna make some notes. It's just the zoning, the property, um, three by one, the old RP data sheet. I go, I'm not gonna bore you with this shit, which is what every other agent does, I actually say that. This is worth nothing, because there's different, each suburb has suburbs within a suburb. But I've made my notes, how can I come back? Maybe Thursday, 5.30, and I'll come back. It'll be a custom report for your property. Shame by what right now? Well, I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to do that. But what I'd like to do also before I do that is go back to my database. You know, I mentioned my database, yeah, yeah. And actually see who's ready to go, okay? And they go, okay, 5.30, so, yeah, no worries at all. Very minimal, like, but I always, I never, and one thing, do not ever speak about other agents in your listing presentation. There's nothing that wants, nothing wants, a client wants to meet that person you're speaking about. So I get people, I've had this, Shane, look, you haven't met me, but my property management department, they gave me an appraisal and went there and they said, oh, you're getting in, so I thought we'd better give you a call. So I'm like, why are you even bringing up another agent? Oh, he's too busy. Nothing, no bigger form of flattery than talking about another agent. So that walk, that walk goes for 20 minutes tops, sometimes longer if they want to talk. If it is Beryl, she'll want to sit there and I'll go through that, so yeah. But typically a couple of days later, so you don't put yourself under the pump. I like to come back two days later normally. I don't really worry about being first or last in. I don't really worry about that. Any other questions? I've got one more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you handle the social media trolls? Um, I love it. Like it's really good. Oh, man. Oh, I, I tell you, last night, I couldn't sleep. One of my clients gave me a kombucha coffee. Kombucha, coffee kombucha at 7.30 at night. It's a horrible idea. So I was up all night and I was like, just my phone's going ping, 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 and I'm pretty bad. I'll write back at any time. It's bad. One thing I'm not very good at is turning my phone off. But I was just getting smacked for not wearing socks. Like, I mean, <laughs> smacked. Like, mate, he's lucky. He must, can't afford them. And this, I said, look, I've had 90 people before that have sold with me. Imagine if I could afford socks, how good that would have gone. So um, I actually, I made a video with Crib because I was getting sledged a lot, and we called it the 6110 sledge. So if you get a chance to go on my Instagram, follow up, you look there at 6110 Sledge, and it's just basically me just getting the shit ripped out of me. It's predominantly my mates, but um, there's, <laughs> there's a, look, if, if that's what I have to do to get the amount of sales and that, I'm happy to take it on the chin. Yeah, that's right, yeah. most of them are you. Pardon? I don't wear sockets, good leather shoes you shouldn't need to. Leather sole is very important. <laughs> if you're wearing hush puppies, you'll be sweating like, probably me now, like Shaq at the foul line. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I actually have a um, big blob of blue tack. So where my car? No, this is true. Where my car is, there's a like a sat nav thing here, and literally it sits there with a the big blob of blue tack. So all I do is just hold it, um, like, like oh, just on the way here. Da da da. da. Um, obviously, don't have the. I don't have the commissioner of police following me, but yeah. It's, Matt Steinway's the worst. Matt Steinway's like. I, like, I love the story, Matt. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, I, I haven't had that. I get asked a lot. My mum said, why do you do that? Okay. Um, what's your next goal? Um, uh, I'm a control freak, so I'm struggling to get probably the point where I relinquish showings and viewings. It's just not really the market for it. Um, so I just, probably the, ex the expansion releasing is pretty hard for me, but I would like to think I can bring someone on as a, a buyer rep. 
But it's so tough, I'm not saying I'm great, but it's so tough, the deals I know I have to do um, to get over the line when you've got people like bawling your eyes out, like uh, we're talking people selling, bought a property for 550,000, 350, 300. You, you, you just, it's very hard to deal with that. There's no way a 23 year old junior, like I'm sure there are guns out there, could be exposed to that and have the ability not to talk. Um, because sometimes the silence, you just have to listen and go, guys, I know what you're telling me, it's horrible. All your friends are on cruises, they're going away every year, you've been saving away and they're probably better off. It's shit, but here we are. It's pretty hard to do that, I think. Like, but that's probably my next step is to bring someone on. Um, I don't really want a big office or anything, um, but I should be, eventually I want to be doing sort of two, two million, but not, I want to be a profitable two million in the working class area. That's because I really enjoy selling out there. Our fees are good, um, our marketing's good, they pay marketing. Um, <laughs> so that's probably where I'd look to go. Yeah. yeah. With Lockie Mitchell, a lot of us have that as well, is the low numbers coming through home open. Yeah. Yeah. Have you put as part of your process the fact that maybe having to call back your database yeah. Yeah, so what I do, and I didn't want to talk about that today because I've done a couple of videos with um, Tom Panos and that's what we spoke about creating agents in a shit market before the market in Sydney turned for about six weeks. Now it's back up again. So no, no one's watched that video because they don't worry about that. Um, mate, I just, every appraisal I get of that street, hey guys, I know I appraised your property. It's really similar to yours. I'd love you to come along to the VIP. The, the letter drops that go on a Friday, that's why we load a property on a Friday, is an invite to the home open. So I'm there, I might as well be trying to meet people. Um, we average less than one person per home open, but I actually say in my text after the home open, again, my clients, if they want to be called, I'll call, but if they want to text, they'll text them. G'day guys, as we spoke about in our meeting, home open numbers mean next to nothing in this market. It's more the engagement and the conversion from a save to inquiry ratio we're talking about. As I mentioned, we had no one through. <laughs> um, I'll come back to you Monday once I've followed up the groups. Let us know. That's pretty much the text. And even my home open numbers, I actually write the text to a degree of what it's going to be, and I change it, but you just got to, I guess, McDonaldize your business a bit. But not seeing people is, like, if I see four people, like, it's like, he's, br he's brought his friends, typically. So that's a, but I go, wow, look at this on Instagram, it's loaded, it's mad rusher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, it's really crazy. But to give you some idea how tough that area is, and people go, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's not that bad. Gosnells, and I don't just focus on Gosnells, but literally was averaging about 600 sales a year. It's down to 200. And since 2014, the 2013-14 financial year, it's fallen 32%. A lot of negative equity there. How so many of those 200 deals? 50. Yeah, so 50, 50. I've got about 30% market share. I could have more. I say no to a hell of a lot. Um, but you just can't, like, there's no point taking on a property that the bank won't let them sell. So I'm like, oh, we'd love to take that. So, but I think there's better times ahead. I've been saying that for a while now. But the um, <laughs> first time in a while, we've actually got people that are probably better off buying than renting with Keystart freeing up money. I know a lot of people in Western Suburbs haven't heard of Keystart. It's this great little thing that <laughs> lends at 98%. Um, so, yeah, that, that will free up a lot of money. We'll get those people to inject into that first, second home space, and they'll eventually um, hopefully buy in Subiaco, East Freer. Como. Any other questions? Yep. I, I have a, it's a funny story. I have a coach, uh, see Tom twice here, Tom Panos. He doesn't book appointments with me now. So he's like, you, you know, I'm not going to teach you anything. But I speak, I'm not saying I know everything, but the level I think I'm at, and I think most people here, the dialogue is one thing, it's mindset. So he's just like, I'll speak to him. And I'll say, oh, this is going on. It's really mindset. Like, literally, he's not going to say, Shane, next time a home opens on, say this. And I'm like, Tom, I haven't seen you on a home open. <laughs> so it's really the chats I'm having with him about the why, why we're pushing. Um, it's tough. Like, don't get me wrong. There's days I think maybe I should just go selling Claremont. And I get offered all the time. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm, I'm on a path here. So speaking to him, um, yeah, speaking to him is probably more along those lines. Just keeping me accountable. Um, 10 before 10 is, I know it sounds cliche, but 10 before 10, the worst call you can make, make it your first call of the day, get it out of the way. Nothing worse than having that in your mindset. Um, 
home pass, like these things I've spoken about, I can promise you right now, you do not need a PA for those things. They are not PA jobs. Like you should be able to do those other than the letter drops. I don't, I promise I don't, I don't letter drop, letterbox drop. Um, but I think put in systems in place that you've got a fan base, you're nurturing, speak to past clients. I think too many people focus on getting all these other people, but when you look at your appraisals and all the people you've dealt with, you've got raving fans there if you nurture them. But you can't sell someone's home and then nothing happens for three years and then they go with Atri and you go, oh shit, I probably missed the boat there. So harness what you've got. Like just make the contents you have. Like I hear people go, oh, I've got 10,000 followers on Facebook. It means shit all. You're paying for the audience anyway, okay? Um, you've actually got to nurture what you do have in your database. I'd rather have a smaller database but quality. Um, good tip, I shouldn't do this, but no one here from Gosnells. If you're trying to build a database, set up a property alert for every single rental that goes to market in your area. Because you know if it's going to market rental, they're going to be there. Then you find them and then you nurture them. Like Things like that are what I do to make sure that, I guess, we're building that rapport. Because I don't want to get a call from anyone today selling tomorrow. It's the worst call. I do it, but I actually don't enjoy it. Because, you know, yourself rapport is built over time, proven. I've got people that call me six times every year the same time. Shane, need an appraisal. I know they're not moving yet. But one day do, it's a no-brainer because we've given that level of attention, a full appraisal. I've got clients that I appraise for 550 that's now down to 350. I'm like, I probably should have sold last year, probably. But yeah, so really harnessing what you do have. Um, don't spread yourself too thin. Yeah. Um, phone calls, make phone calls. Text is huge. Just like when I do a market update, get guys end of quarter, just want to let you know this is what's happened. Then get a guys not, and then through it through desktop, wham. Amount of calls you get back, Shane. Thanks for that. Yeah, that's I did notice that. A few more signs going under offer. Keep it really casual. Um, I think that's really, really a good way to go about it. Who uses text? Yeah, email. Yeah, emails. I don't like email as much. The click-through rates dropped. You just get so much shit now. Well, I've got lots to come through to you, but I think text is when you've built a relationship, you get permission to text someone. Use it. Just because they don't write back doesn't mean they're not like embracing what you're saying. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah? Did you just work like in cafes and stuff? No, mate, I used to, um, I've actually got a little um, office about the size of this desk, uh, this thing here. Um, so I would spend probably two hours a day, oh, probably an hour a day in there. It's just in the Gosnells Incubation Centre. I'm just like a little office, like no one knows where I am. Um, head office is in Palmyra, but I'm on the road most of the time. Like I, I'm literally, Phone calls, park up, make phone calls. Earpods are my, just the greatest thing ever. Um, if you haven't got those, get them. They're amazing. Other than the phone, probably the best invention ever. Um, so anywhere I get a chance, but not many. Cafe, domes, that's, domes worse than standing room. So, and they don't do certain mixes of coffees because it's not, it's a franchise. So yeah, I'm on the road a lot, to be honest, yeah. Any other questions? Yeah, no, come. All good. Thanks guys. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love any feedback or guest suggestions. So hit me up on Instagram. You can find me on Jess at Crib. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to tell a friend.